Hi, I'm Regina Boyd, Licensed Marriage and Family Therapist and Licensed Mental Health Counselor, and your host of the Connecting Out Loud podcast. Here we talk about connections with our families as they relate to our mental health and Catholic faith, all while connecting you with those you love the most. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Let's dive in. I am so excited to share this interview with you today. I got the opportunity to sit down with a married couple, a military couple, Nick and Mary Grace Collins. They are incredible people. They're very down to earth, very friendly. I mean, these are the type of people that you want to go spend an evening with and just relax and have great conversation. And we talk about all things about what military life was like before leaving and uh, what life is like today and just married life in general. And then we also got an opportunity to chat about their experience taking the Discovering Deep Love course. So we chat about that. And as a full disclaimer, you know, I did not, we did not rehearse these answers ahead of time. You know, when I asked them to have this conversation with me, I had no idea what they were going to say as far as their experience of the course goes. But, you know, I have known them for many years. They're very uh, great friends, and I'm so grateful that they were willing to participate and come on and just share their experience. So um, without further ado, here they are, and I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Hey, Regina. Thanks for having us. Yeah, so tell everyone a little bit about yourselves. Who are you? What do you do? How long have you been married? All that good stuff. Yeah, well, we've been married coming up 14 years now, but we're wow, dating for crazy. six, so we're about two decades of in a relationship, both long distance, you know, close at home. Uh, met in high school, senior year. My junior year. Mm, yes, yes. Yes. She played hard to get. She <laughs> I eventually convinced her to allow me to pick her to be my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that strategy worked very well. <laughs> Wait, you got to tell, you got to give us more than that. You got to tell the story. <laughs> it was a months of courtship of hard to get confusing signals. And then, but... I did, I did throw in the towel. I gave up. I said, this is not worth it. Forget this. It's over. And then that day, the next day, really, the very no next way. day, as I said, forget it. I, I no longer stood next to her door from, from school or the classrooms, wait for her to go out and walk the next classes. I stopped all that. She finds me at my class and hands me a mountain, a mountain of food <laughs> and says, I thought you might like this. Little did she know that's a sign of true love where I come from. It's his, it is his love language <laughs> to this day. It is how he it feels loved is when I make him food. So. You could say that Latin uh, buffet uh, plate of food energized me and gave me uh, the, the, the perseverance <laughs> to go on ahead with my courtship. Renewed hope, yeah. <laughs> I didn't and, think I was ready for boyfriend, but... He changed my mind and he was really cute. So he's cute. Yeah. And soccer player. Yes. And we got married right after we, we dated long distance through college and we got married right after college, right before he was moving to Oklahoma um, for the Air Force. So, and then we just went on from there. Right. He, um, you want to tell him what you did? Sure, sure. So I, 
I was 12 years military. Um, I was a pilot in aviation, and then now I work with Raytheon as a contractor. That's kind of where I sit. Cool. Thank you both for your service, by the way. Um, yeah, and I, I was a nurse. I was a stay-at-home mom for a long time. We've got four kids and one more. Number five is on the way, due in May. Yeah. And um, I've been working part-time as a nurse uh, this past year, about to go on some maternity leave. And shortly, getting ready to re- welcome a new baby girl. So That's exciting. Yeah, I feel like you guys are kind of like I don't know if you've met other couples like you, but statistically, <laughs> I mean, there's like so many unique things about your relationship. Like, first of all, just meeting in high school, that alone is like one strike, right? People always go, what? what? Like, for real? And then second of all, you dated long distance. So it's always hard, I think, when one person goes to college ahead of one other person instead of like them in college at the same time. So that was another strike that you survived. (laughs) Um, And then the whole long distance thing. And here you are, you know, almost five kids later. um, Seven deployments. (laughs) Yeah, deployments, military lifestyle. I mean, that's a lot of I think long distance through college really helped us get ready for them. We didn't know we were getting ready for the military, but um, I think it made a big difference because we really we're able to function independently and build communication like across different avenues when you're not necessarily together. So I do think that unknowingly we were training at the time. <laughs> Seriously. Um, what are some of like the lessons you feel like you learned along the way, especially maintaining that strong connection when you were separated, um, managing stress, family responsibilities, all that kind of stuff. Well, Number one lesson is communication of all sorts, not just when when you're gone and you're gone for a week or three months or six months, because, you know, you got to do, I mean, we had Magic Jack, Facebook, Skype, how else did we communicate? And sometimes they were all down and he just got my care packages in the mail that way. Wow. What is Magic Jack? Is that like a military communication? Ah, you can, well, you can have that now. I have it in my house. It's, it's, it's like a, it's really just a phone line for your, it's not a phone line, but it's a phone for your house. And so it just plugs in your modem and it's like 30 bucks a year. But anyway, you can download an app with your account. So you could call your app from the house or I can use my app. If I just have Wi-Fi, like in the middle of nowhere, but if I have internet, I can right. call the house line through the app because I have an account with them and it would call the house. We had to get creative sometimes. Yeah. Things got things got tricky. Yeah. Um, I forgot where I was going with communication, but oh. Lots commu- of different ways. Yeah, lots of different ways. But most of it is like, oh, by the way, I might leave for a week into Alaska and don't wait till the day before you pack your bag <laughs> to go on your TDY trip. No. Nope. Nah. You have to say... <laughs> I think in five days, there's a chance I might not be here. (laughs) (laughs) And I was going to say on the inverse of that is, I mean, every military career is different, but you know, you have to be flexible. You have to be like adaptable. Um, we, We had to learn that, you know, we had to kind of roll with the punches and that's been like pretty consistent thing throughout our marriage. You just have to take what comes as best you can and like not be too set on a path or a plan, like be ready to to shift at any time. 
Well, what about advice for couples considering a military career or who are already in the military considering marriage? Well, there's one. Well, she probably has a couple. Mine is you have to have a long talk on what that means. Yeah, that's and which, which we kind of knew, but we're still young and didn't really know once I, you know, commissioned and left, then she met me, but it's what does a military career mean? Because when you join, it's not for like 60 days or like a year. It's four years, six years, eight years, 10-year commitments. And oh, by the way, you're going to move four or five times in there. And you don't know where you're going to go. And great chance, no family network. Okay, are you ready to marry me? <laughs> <laughs> and you have barely have any say about anything. And <laughs> yeah, yeah nope. that's huge. Like, yeah, the being flexible is huge. I mean, I would say, I mean, every different branches are different, different jobs in the military are different. He was a pilot. So that was a very unique, um, he, how often he was gone. And even when he wasn't deployed, he was often on trips. So we had, we had a pretty distinctive experience, but I think generally for most military, like you have to form a really strong bond with each other because you are going to move a lot and you're going to have no, no one. So you have to have a good, strong family unit. And, um, you also have to build a community wherever you are on short notice, find people that'll, you know, that you can click with. It's, it's like a mutually beneficent, you know, situation where you have to, you're helping them. They're helping you because I mean, I ran across the street to a neighbor with like a kid and was like, I have to take my child to the ER. Can you take this one? And they're like, sure. You know, so <laughs> you have to be in that kind of community. You got to find it quick. You just have to learn like, and it's good because you'll meet a lot of different people that you wouldn't have otherwise been friends with and realize like we can have this good strong relationship just built off of this need for each other you know right it's almost like knowing that that you're not like in this one place for a long time it kind of forces you to make connections quickly and take advantage of the time where you of where you're at based on that yeah you meet a nice mom at the park and you're like hey will you be my kids emergency contact at their school and they're like (laughs) sure (laughs) you gotta line that stuff up and you gotta line it up quick you know that is so funny (laughs) um cool so i know you guys purchased the discovering deep love course um if we could transition to that for a little bit what made you decide to participate um, well, honestly, it, it was the summer of 2020, so everything <laughs> had been closed for a while. <laughs> we were running out of good, like, at-home date nights. Like, we had done the, you know, wine and cheese night, the movie night. You're like, you want to do another wine and cheese night? No, you know. But um, I I had seen it, you stuff from you before. I had read your blog. I knew you had good quality stuff, and I knew you had fun stuff, too. Like, you were always a good balance of insightful like, oh, wow, that's a really great tip. And then, oh, that's a fun date idea. So I was like, okay, this is going to be good. This is going to be not weird or awkward. It's going to be a good program. <laughs> and uh, Nick, well, Nick was a little hesitant about it at first. He's like, what? Are you saying we need marriage counseling? Like our marriage is in trouble, <laughs> all these different things. And I was like, no, no, like, trust me. It's going to be more, think of it more of a date night. And he's like, I don't know if I want to do this. And I was like, well, the first lessons on selflessness so (laughs) but once we did the first one he was happy that he 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 really had a good time because we had like good talks and like it really ended up being like a fun date night every week that we did together yeah it broke up the evening instead of reading random card games television shows it's like well let's take a break 
do something new. And it was fun. It brings you back into, as you converse about different exercises, you think about the past and how you got here and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of fun and cute. And uh, oh, I can't say cute. Then don't say cute. <laughs> about unicorns or rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was it was, a, it was a unique, fun challenge that we could do together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and for the record, I have no idea what these two are about to say, by the way. So um, <laughs> I'm totally like risking a lot by just asking like, you without it. any pre-rehearsed. <laughs> you will get pregnant with your fifth child. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that could be true. Yeah. <laughs> you can edit that out. Okay. <laughs> So what were some great takeaways for you guys from the course? I mean, my fa- I really liked the fighting fair section. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought that approaching a fight as problem solving versus, you know, like a, a battle between the two of you or like an attack on the other one, but like you both are coming at it this way was really good for me. <laughs> there, there, I mean, there was a part of it where it was like, don't try to win fights. And I was like, excuse me, <laughs> winning fights is what I do. <laughs> But it is actually more effective to let go of how good I am at winning fights and focus on actually fixing the problem. And then I don't have to have the fight later. So that was, that was probably my best takeaway for sure. Maybe that's why I avoid all the fights. Mm. (laughs) He learned he's an avoider. (laughs) You can't win them all. So avoid them. (laughs) You know, you know, she's going to go for the win. So you're just like, all right, whatever, whatever you say, dear. (laughs) Well, I like the selflessness part. Not because I am, you know, <laughs> not selfless, but, but I liked it because it was brought into light to be more intentional with the selflessness that you're doing in terms of thinking about it more and going out of the way and have less selfishness and taking on something, a burden that you wouldn't really want to do in terms of really help the situation. Well, if I don't really want to do that fourth diaper change today so pretend it doesn't exist and then (laughs) say go find mommy (laughs) (laughs) haven't done that in a while pretend i don't smell anything you know like that out of the hat now (laughs) (laughs) no i mean from what i know about you two you're pretty selfless people in general so oh stop we're super humble too so you know Anything that you would say you do differently now after having gone through the course? Well, I like to, I like to make Mary Grace do I statements. Uh. <laughs> She's so awkward with them. She doesn't want to say, well, I feel this way. And it puts the introvert up front. He knows. And okay, I am very, I was very <laughs> awkward doing I statements. I'm much better at listening to that than doing it. And like, he really enjoys making me express exactly how I'm feeling because <laughs> he knows it makes me like squirm a little bit. Well, I added sure. to the exercise. I was like, I would like you to say, I love you. I would like <laughs> a hug this morning. <laughs> I love you and a hug. And you, how are you feeling? <laughs> You've upgraded it. We've definitely done the, the whole, um, Hey, let's schedule a time to talk about this versus like, Hey, like I did that, you know, we, definitely did the whole okay when would be a good time right I just got home from work I'm stressed maybe later and that's like very nice because then later you can be like 
is this worth (laughs) (laughs) really getting too far into or can we kind of you know it cools you down a little bit um so that's been the one that I think I've implemented the most for sure yeah like by the time you think about it you're like it's not really worth it (laughs) yeah what about somebody who might be on the fence? They're not sure if they want to participate in the course. Maybe kind of like you, Nick. Like, what is this counseling? Well, like, I don't want to. Well, some like... people already think they're self-aware of their weaknesses or their drawbacks to the relationship, or what they don't. You know what I mean? The, the negative things in them. But right, areas this just growth. makes you think yeah. about your <laughs> awareness and how you really feel about it. So, kind of like it was good. I liked it, but it's not time-consuming. It was actually kind of fun, and we made us engage a little bit. Well, in most of it. And then, um, well, if your wife thinks you need to do it, then <laughs> you just, just go along with it and see what happens. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Maybe turn into like a martini night or something and snuggle on the couch and talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I would say don't be scared and don't think like, oh, well, we don't, we're not having problems. We don't need this or some, you know, it was fun and it was a great conversation starter for us. And it was a great like tool to kind of spark just discussions about our marriage and like where we're at. It's that's really hard to do when you're like 14 years in, you have kids, you know, it's really hard to like actually take stock. And this was very manageable way to do it. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, we weren't having to do a workshop or something like that it was in our own home. We were in our pajamas or like comfortable on the couch. Kids were in bed. It was very nice. So don't be scared. It's worth your time. Yeah, I'm so happy to hear you say that because that was kind of my hope was, you know, that it felt manageable and easy and like just that way to connect because I think honestly, like when does a couple get to actually sit together and talk about their relationship except maybe during their marriage prep if you were lucky enough to have some type of marriage prep like a pre-cana or something. Yeah, it's so true. Like, it's so true. Then you like, like you said, 14, you go, you go by 14 years and like you haven't taken the time to be like, oh yeah, like, hello, how are you? Like, <laughs> And it's a great natural segue. You don't have to be like, honey, we need to sit and talk about our relationship. <laughs> you know, you could be like, hey, how are we doing on our like, our authentic connection like what's you know things like that so it's much easier that way than like to frame it that way awesome cool um so yeah tell tell me more about life since um leaving the military how have you guys adjusted to that um as a husband i don't know if you want to really know (laughs) that was the craziest time we've ever had like you think planning a wedding and being nervous and jitters is tough and starting you can know this was was great. So yeah. we we decided, well, we didn't decide it kind of happened to us, to flip our roles in our relationship. <laughs> I yeah. just kind of stay home dad for a while while I looked for a job and kind of we got a house and fixed it up and not not. Kind of took a break from the whole hectic military lifestyle of the go, 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 now, now, now. And so she went back to work full time, which kind of wasn't really, wasn't, you know, she took a, little, a big break from the nursing gig for a while while we had kids and jumped around. So that was interesting, being at home, doing the kids' drop-off, coaching the soccer teams, doing the homework, cleaning, laundry. Laundry was his favorite. Actually, I liked the system I had set up. It was great. I thought it was efficient and productive. <laughs> we don't need dressers in our house when I'm doing laundry. Everyone has their own bin, and when it goes out of the dryer, it goes in a bin. Boom, sorted. Don't need a fold. I wasn't. I wasn't, I wasn't on board with that 
I bought six more laundry hampers during that time. And I lined them in the hallway and just started throwing clothes. <laughs> that is awesome. That's hilarious. So I'm like envisioning all the like stay-at-home moms like panicking based on what you're saying right now. <laughs> it wasn't, it's, no. <laughs> no, but it was, it, no, it was good though, because we both swapped, swapped roles. So things I felt when I got home from a long day of work, there's things she was now failing and things that she used to feel with being at the homes and this, that, the science projects and stuff. I now had to deal with and kind of, um, and we already respected each other, obviously, but it was like a new awareness of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The value we each bring to the, the value we each bring, the shared intelligence, the, <laughs> the priest, a greater sense of appreciation for what we do inside the family and for one another, for the kid. That's kind of how it, kind of what it did. Oh yeah. It's kind of like a experiment. Like you guys had your own version of wife swap or something. Uh, we totally <laughs> we did. did. We definitely did. I have a favorite scenario. If I'm a, if I, I don't know if you can. I don't know. So there's, a, no, there's always one thing somebody might do all the time that drives somebody crazy. For Mary Grace, when I'd come home from work, I'd have a lunch bin that I had from lunch because I wouldn't go out to eat. I'd bring leftovers and then it might sit in the car for a day or two. In the car for a day or so. So when I remember, I bring okay. bring one, two, or three containers in, put them by the sink. I always plan on cleaning them. But, <laughs> but sometimes days would pass. <laughs> and so it was a source of contention, I would say, <laughs> of serious amount. Dude. If I came in with an empty lunch bin, the eyes. <laughs> so then. So she started, you know, working full time. I was at home doing all this stuff, and then she would come in with lunch bins. And wouldn't you know it? They sat by the no, sink, the, I and can't. somebody was not washing their lunch bins on time. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. Oh, I loved it. I would take pictures of them. Like <laughs> they're like June twenty fourth. <laughs> documenting. Remember those conversations about leaving lunch containers by the sink? The difference is, I would fill mine with soapy water. <laughs> it still gives me giggles. It gives me giggles. <laughs> No, but I think life's more normal now. We're kind of back. I don't even to... remember what the question was. <laughs> Just how is life different? He got. He has a great job. Um, life, you know, it's busy. It's for us right now. I think we're adjusting to a more long-term scenario. We've been so used to uncertainty that actually consistency feels odd. And like my kids could be going to this school for the next X amount of years. I haven't had that, and so you know, actually, when COVID hit. The part that wasn't hard for me was the uncertainty. Everyone was like, we don't know if school's going back in the fall. We don't know about this job or that. This I was like, oh, this is my bread and butter. I can do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am used to like being down to the wire and not knowing these things. So actually settling in and being like, oh, we have to make long-term plans. Like where are the kids going to go to high school? And it's not being decided for us. That's been an adjustment yeah. for sure. Well, it's been an adjustment. Like right now, is the time I'd be getting ready to probably move to my next assignment. Yeah. As soon as you get settled in, our kids have friends. We've got some family networks between their parents at, at school. And then we get up and go. So now that we know we're here, it's kind of like, we always had a hand out to let not people too close, right? Because why put all that effort, get to know where someone, I'm just going to move and oh, we can right. keep touch. I don't know. So now we're here. We're, need, you know, we get a, 
let people in to form those 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 stronger bonds with the, with yeah, the community. Yeah, you got to put down some roots. Put down some roots, and it's a little bit of adjustment, you know, because um, before we would let things go, knowing we're just going to move again, we'll do it. You know, we'll see what happens in the next move. So now it's more long-term thinking, more how do we plan the future for the stability, and jobs different. My job was pretty set. I mean, it was. It was always chaotic with the with the lifestyle and the unpredictableness of the military life, but it was always you knew the job was there, not going anywhere really. Um, it was stable. Here things are a little different, you know. Being in the private sector, do you start your own business? Do I want to work for Raytheon? I don't know if I like my boss. Do I go to North Carolina? I don't know. Like I don't know. Like we're just like, do you want to do your PhD in nursing, honey? We're going to be here for a while. Do you want to do that? I don't know. So it's like <laughs> let's get two PhDs. Why not? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah that is really interesting what you said about adjusting to COVID too because I feel like other people have said that to me like I, I spoke to someone who lost um, her oldest son to suicide oh and God. yeah it was pretty devastating um, but she was talking about the pandemic and everyone you know was freaking out and panicking and she was like I have already been through the worst thing imaginable yeah. like so that she, it was like helpful for her in the sense that she knew that she could survive something really difficult. Yeah. yeah. I um, mean, there was tough yeah. parts, but for me, I was like, I, I know this, it's like, this is familiar to me. <laughs> the madness is familiar. I get it. Like, I'm like, you guys can't control it. You got to let go now. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. So yeah. What, what advice would you give to couples as we kind of wrap up? Um, what advice would you give who are going through couples who are going through a hard time right now? Bestow your wisdom upon us. <laughs> oh, me? Uh, hard times. So how I always got in trouble or continue to get in trouble <laughs> and started, if we, you know, if there's a this knee-jerk reaction and I get emotional. You know, I'm an ENFP. I feel, that F is feeling. I feel things quite intensely. So I will react and I might say things and then I'll say five seconds later, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. It's too late. Now I've got a week-long standoff. And this baby's a steel trap. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is uh, use those scenarios and exercises. Um, if you do, do, do indeed decide to go through them and think about, you know, if you have a problem, don't react. Go to work or whatever. Take time to think about it. Plan a time where you can talk to their spouse about it. And then talk there because then you could think about arguments or you could think about, well, maybe I wasn't being so, maybe I responded too strongly. I said no too fast or whatever, you know, and, and then you kind of change your mind later on. That's, that's my advice. Oh, that's good advice. I like that. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I, for a couple going through a hard time, I mean, I would say if you're really, really, really going through a hard time, you know, reach out somehow and get some help. There's lots of great people out there like Miss Regina over here that can help you out. Um, but I mean, and in the, in the best po possible way, I, you sometimes I feel like you have to just go through it. Like you just have to stick with it, kind of white knuckle your way through a little bit. Sometimes some of those hard times, you just have to get through it. And then when you have that chance to show each other mercy or forgiveness, or like there's an opening, take it. Don't let it slip away from you just because you're like hanging onto a grudge. There's always an opportunity for mercy in, in your relationship. And whenever you can show it or take it from the, your spouse, do so. And you'll find yourself all of a sudden moving past that hard time. 
Um, there's going to be a bunch of them, I'm sure. So you got to figure out your way through. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. I feel like you're just such good examples of, you know, flexibility and being willing, being humble enough to know yourself well enough to say, you know, I'm not too good for this, but just living life. And I think that's kind of what we all should aspire to do is just um, be okay with where you're at and um, live as best you can is basically what I'm hearing you both say. So, oh, well, it's a great program and everyone could benefit from it in some way. Thanks guys. Well, thank you so much for being here and wish you all the best and take care. Bye Regina. Thanks for having us. If you have enjoyed this episode, you can find more Connecting Out Loud content on our Facebook and Instagram pages. As always, I appreciate each and every review. So if you can take some time to rate and review this show, I read each one and I love hearing from you. Be intentional and connect out loud.